As I mentioned in my uh, morning homily, if I were to give a homily as long as the priest Ezra read those documents, I would be not just fired, but defrocked probably. <laughs> you know, they've got to keep it in 10 minutes. But they were, they needed it. They needed it. Why? Because they had been in exile for so long. The Jews had returned. Their hearts were quite droopy. Why? Because the grandeur that the temple was. So imagine, so King, King David, for I think it was seven years, had stored up all sorts of materials for the, for the temple. Wood, gold, silver, stone, and you name it. And he had all these artisans and architects, and it was magnificent what he had built. It was, it was a talk of, of, of the town, <laughs> you could say, the talk of the town. But he was not able to build it because God told him he couldn't build it, but Solomon would build it, and he did. And it was glorious. Well, that was destroyed with the Babylonians. And then the exile. And they went back. And King Cyrus, Darius and King Cyrus, they, lent, they gave money for them to rebuild it, but it wasn't the same. It was very modest. Very, very modest. But Ezra, in this reading, is, is focusing on something that we need to implement, especially today. He said... Do not be sad in this day, for rejoicing in the Lord must be your strength. That's really, that's a game changer. And it's really hard to do it. And why is that? Because we got other things that just pull us away, our attention. Look at this problem over here. Look at this over here. And the yang and the yang and we're... And then our spirit gets upset. We wonder sometimes, where's God today? I'm not feeling him. And Ezra's giving it, just rejoice in the Lord. Especially rejoice. Rejoice in his mercy. So this gospel, Jesus appointed 72 to go everywhere. And, you know, as well, there is a you know, need for vocations. It says, look, there's a lot of big harvest here, but there are few laborers, so... Let's pray for vocations, you know, so setting the tone right away so vocations don't, you know, we don't fall out of trees, you know. It's like uh, it's cultivated by the people of God through prayer and through families, you know, to be able to say yes to the priesthood, to religious life, to consecrated life. But he's, as well, he's, he's doubling down a little bit like Ezra. So go on your way. And, and just, just a little parenthesis here. I'm sending you... Like, not just lambs, but juicy, juicy lambs. Nice, juicy lambs into this pack of wolves. And not only that, but I don't want you to take any money. I don't want you to take extra sandals and uh, no sack. And just, just go. And be focused on sharing the goodness of the kingdom. Announcing it. And the central message of the kingdom, central, is mercy. Hands down. 
That's why Christ came. To save us. To redeem us. And that is the message. So just go and, and preach that. And whatever they give you, just... But just, there's so much. And then he goes on to say, you know, Sodom. Sodom and Gomorrah. It will go, be more tolerable for them. Why? On the day of judgment. Why is that? Because... They did not have the Messiah in their midst as Capernaum and the others where Jesus actually walked with them. The Word Himself, the image of God the Father, walking with them. And they were just ignorant. More than ignorant, just, just lackadaisical in it all. Today as well, doubling down on mercy is we're celebrating finally St. Faustina. The message during very troubled times, you know, in, in Poland that came to her. There was so much materialism, secularism, just pounding, pounding the church, pounding the world. And World War II, you know, came from that. But uh, he wanted to double down with the, with the message of mercy. And she wrote, or quoting him, what, she told, what he told her in a vision. When sinners repent... My mercy is limitless. The greatest sinner can become the greatest saint if they trust my mercy. So let us trust his mercy more and may rejoicing, rejoicing in the Lord be our strength.